Hi and welcome to Nuance Podcast with Logan and Yulja, where we seek to develop a space of vitality for nuanced discussion about fundamental principles of human connection. Our message is to think of and for yourself, to accept others and their thoughts, and to empower each other. Follow us as we follow our curiosity and enjoy the episode. Hello Yulja, would you like to introduce our guest today? Today we have someone very special, my sister Nadia Chahotsky. Welcome, Nadia. It's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. And it's a pleasure to be here with uh, such beautiful souls. So thank you for inviting me to your podcast. Welcome. Absolutely welcome. Now, you've got a very coloured life and history, I think, with your occupation and your work and what it is that you do. Would you be able to somehow summarise your experience for us here so we kind of have a bit of a level playing field and we know what sort of your credentials are? Who is Nudge? Yeah. yeah. And going on that, this was the podcast without Nudge. With Nudge. <laughs> it's a paradox. Yeah. So. We start this podcast with a paradox. What a beautiful thing. We know it's going to be we a big do. one then. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, my colourful life and career. Um, I think that uh, I've always been of service uh, to the community in all my work that I've done, um, which has led me to um, exactly where I'm supposed to be, which uh, currently is a counsellor. And I work for a mental health organisation. and I'm enjoying it immensely because I, it is, I think, my true gift. Yeah. I think I found it with all the work that I've done and it led me, I was on the road and I was always allowing, my, allowing things to come to me rather than me go to it. Yeah. And, yeah, it kind of brought me to the counselling um, profession. Well, you so, felt most at home? And felt the most fulfilled in the work that I, you're doing? So, yeah, I do. I, I truly feel like I've found my place in the world. Oh, that's beautiful. And I feel that I work from a place of love. I work from a place of non-judgmental. Um, and I just accept, I suppose, everyone as they are. Yeah. That's important. Is that a mentality that's had to develop over time or have you sort of always had a knack for approaching life this way? No, I feel that um, once I stripped away many layers, I was able then to kind of be able to dance with anyone. Mm. I found that no matter um, I could sit with someone on the street, I could uh play and be um, playful with, the, you know, a, a very a professional or a doctor. I see us all at the same level. Yep. I don't believe that, you know, any of us are better than anyone else. Um, and I think the more playful I have been able to become and be present in that person's face, yep. that has kind of given me the gift of being able to connect with every kind of human. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. That's, that's a place I think we'd all like to get to. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely a goal for us. Yeah. Yeah. We're on our way there. 
I think so. I think so. Because that's quite a, you know, quite a, an extensive journey to get there, I feel like. It, you need to be have a level of maturity, integrity and humility in order to see those around you in a particular way. You know, especially if you feel empowered and in control of yourself and your actions and you're happy with where your life's headed. And then if you look at other people and you see the way that they go about life in a very different way to you and they might be struggling a little bit more, you know, it's... It's does it does it strain at all the point of view that everyone is equal when you're such a way inclined and you know they're, they're struggling a little bit more? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, I just feel that life, the way I see it, um, and I look at it, the analogy of say we're living. Let's put it as a big building. Let let's say that there's a hundred floors in this building. Um, and I believe that, you know, top floor penthouse, let's say, um, that's when you've really hit your true self, true organic self. Um, there are some people that are floating, you know, in different levels. And I feel that I don't ever think that it's a competition of where you need to be in life. I just feel that people are just at different levels and you grow differently and you experience experience different things um you may go through a lot of trauma in your life you may go through a lot of addictions but at the end of the day these are the most powerful things that can happen to you in order to find your true self right and that's sort of the destination we're all on the on the the journey towards right so the penthouse is like discovering our authentic expression yeah, and I, I don't think when you get to the penthouse, it's. I think there's more. I was just like, what next? I think what when happens you get after the penthouse? Um, yeah. Do you go to a so I feel that you know or... you're sitting at the. Yeah, you could. You know, you, you could. But I was always thinking, yeah, what is it? Do you reach a point where you are so fulfilled? Where to from there? Yeah. And then I actually thought, well, that's when we're sitting, and we've had this discussion before at the seventh plane. Yeah. You know, true consciousness. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah, do we jump on a, the next plane, mm. you know, from the penthouse? Is there like a helicopter, a helicopter pad on pad. top? <laughs> Take you over. Hey. I feel like, like you. Let's go. Hey, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I a helicopter will come and take you to your to the next building. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> hey, I'm not I love sure. That. We're onto something. I really love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a- I think we are because I think to myself, there's more to it, and I'm so intrigued of everyone that I meet. I learn from mm. every single person, yeah. no matter where they sit in life, and I think to myself, I am so intrigued as to how their mindset is, why it's the way it is. And how I'm, I'm just truly intrigued with the mind because I believe that in your in your mindset you can create a life of whatever yeah. you like. Absolutely. But without, yeah, I just feel wow, and it just intrigues me all the time. I had a, a discussion with a psychologist the other day, and that's exactly what we said. You know, why do we love our profession so much? And it's truly that it's understanding people's minds. Curiosity. Mm. Billions of people. Mm. It is the curiosity yeah. kills the cat. Right. That's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that segues nicely into, I guess, where we wanted to go off the top of the episode, which was mindset. Yeah. How do you maintain a, a strong mindset that keeps you in your in your penthouse, so to speak? Mm. 
Um, I spent a lot of time uh, in my own space, in my own thoughts, understanding myself. I found that the quieter I was in the real world, so just being able to kind of find my own private time allowed me to find my truth. Um, I don't believe that you can, at times the whole world, um, we can get sidetracked, distracted, and I feel that that can take away from finding your true self because we kind of keep on jumping, oh, the next, you know, the next thing that's in fashion, um, the next thing going on, or have you done this, have you done that? And I kind of went, I'm going to really, I'm going to try and put all of that aside and find who I am, who I am as a person, why I am here. And it took many years to discover that. Mm. I think I worked out for 10 years, I worked on myself um, and I didn't share a lot of my my feelings or thoughts as per, like, as other girls would. I think, you know, as females, we like to chat a lot. We like to do a lot of that. I kind of stopped myself from doing it because I, I, I felt that it wasn't helpful in my growth. Mm. So I was able to just, you know what, I'm going to silence all the noise out and I'm going to spend time on my own, which I found running was the most powerful thing that I found that I could have that time for me, my thoughts, and no one could get in. Mm. No one could get into that time because I'm running, yeah. yeah? Unless you want to run with me or try and catch me, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm running my own space. <laughs> so. Love it. Yeah. And then, you know, that's what I find now. Every day I get up and without my run and my dive in the ocean, I feel like I cannot get into my own mindset. Um, I don't have the most productive day if I don't um, have my ritual in place that I do. But I believe, you know, our life, the more rituals you can put into your life, the more beliefs and finding who you are, that's when you come your true organic self. Mm. Definitely. Mm. What did you like? When you started like that that morning ritual, for example, was there like a conscious decision that you had to make and then force yourself to stick to or commit to that going for a run in the morning and a dip in the ocean? Or was it something that you felt at that time you were ready to generate this routine and stick to it? Like, did you, did you have to force yourself to do it? Or was it something that you just float into? I'm trying to think for myself because I try and get up in the morning and exercise and it is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. So what gets you up? Like, Well, I find the world today, yeah, like what gets me yeah. up? I I worked out that I wanted to kind of rename a few habits and behaviours that we have in this world sure. um, and not to see them as right or wrong but to go a lot of the world kind of gravitates to um, and, I, and I'm not saying this wrong in any way, but we we kind of use drugs or alcohol or other things to kind of fulfil us. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I'm going to use um, some some good healthy activities in order to feel that yeah. that dopamine and the rest of it. So I thought, well, running was my drug. Mm. Yeah. And I realised how good I felt after I'd come back from a run that I went, oh, my God, 
nothing can give you that. Mm. Nothing can give you that pleasure. You can have short term. Um, we can get it by food. We can get it by drinking. We can get it from other things. But to be able to stay and that natural dopamine can stay with you for a couple of days yeah. rather than just that half an hour Definitely. of that, you know, whatever you feel to, you know, dip in. Or, But I think, wow, it's just so powerful to find it in, you know, in the organic world. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we try, we look at this world and we think, you know, is it the people that we want to be around? Is it the partying? Is it the end of everything else? And I think... I think getting into nature, being able to to be playful with what we have, yep. rather than try to, you know, to try and get it from an outside source. Um, but yeah, and that's been my thing. I think when I hear the alarm go off at four thirty, it kind of used to make me cringe. Yep. But then I always used to think, what about if you don't do it? What about if you don't get up? Mm. I know that my day won't ever be the same, mm. and I just feel that I tap on a few extra hours in my day um, when I wake up that early because you don't get any interruptions. No one else is up. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. the most amazing time in the day where you can go, oh, it's like you're alone on the no planet. one can get you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one can watch you and be with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Powerful time in the day. Amazing. Mm. Yeah. It's like dead silence. It is. It's just yeah. like you're on the planet on your own. Yeah. You're the only one that exists yeah. and you can do what you yeah. are. You just, I don't, I think the energy change is so different in the morning because it's at, it's, I think it's that bliss. It's this blissful energy that is just everywhere. It's just calm. So it's everything's calm. been reset overnight. Yeah. It's like reach, it's recharged. And you're, and you're now in that. It's like kind of when the moment you wake up and you're still kind of dazed, you're still kind of asleep and still in that peace. That, that restful, but this is like rejuvenation and it hydrates you and it energizes you and it does something to you in the morning at that at that time. Yeah. Do you agree with that, Nudge? Yeah, it sure does. And I think that that's what I feel. If there were days where I wouldn't go for a run or I wouldn't and I felt, what is wrong with me today? Mm. Why can't I settle? Yeah. Why don't I feel connected? Why don't I feel just at peace? And I think it was the fact that that gives me so much pleasure is to run, to be grateful, to listen to something that's going to lift me up for the day, to think of my thoughts, the person that I want to be that day, what do I want to achieve in my life? And I feel that, you know, being grateful for the day absolutely is number one um, mindset. Mm. Um, today's a new day and it's what you choose today that will allow you to be you'll either grow, yeah. you'll sit the same, or you'll take a few steps back. Yeah. So it's up to you in that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's empowering. It's a very empowering mindset. I really, I enjoy it. Mm. It's something that I'm trying to implement something similar for myself. So I've been trying to do the 4.30 wake-ups, especially because having to go to work, um, to be there at 7 o'clock on the job ready to go. Um, you know, it requires me if I want to do any exercise beforehand to get up at around 4.30. So I have been doing that for the last couple of weeks. And the day I definitely do find that the days I do get myself out of bed and, you know, do whatever the exercise is, whether it's, you know, some kind of workout or it is a run or yoga or whatever it might be, the day does feel a lot better. It does go faster. You are more energized. And I even find I actually generates inspiration for me during the day. 
Like, if I'm with my thoughts, which I am a lot of the time, because the work that I do, it's, it's you know, commercial landscaping. For the most part, you're doing, you know, the same job, but in bulk. And it gives you a lot of time. For me, it gives me a lot of time to be alone with my thoughts kind of thing. So, when I'm there and I'm having that silence, like you were saying, it really helps you to be switched on during that time and, and developing yourself mentally and your and your allowing your inspiration to take you on tangents and to bring you things and ideas about yourself and, and kind of rejuvenate yourself a little bit. So I find that too. And when I've exercised in the morning beforehand, I actually find that inspiration comes faster and it's more intense as well. And when I feel that, and it's usually around midday, it's weird, it's like a routine. I, I get really excited out of nowhere and I get this sudden intense like burst of energy and I'm like, I want to go. I want to. I want to do this. I, I want to do this creative endeavor. I want to go home and I want to practice an experiment with this. <laughs> the thing that I have to overcome is I'm at work, so I can't exactly go and follow up on all that. And then by the time I get home, I've lost it. <laughs> it's <laughs> and it's really disheartening. See, and that's where, I, and I and I get that, Logan, because that's where I have got so many thoughts and ideas and business like so much comes to me in that morning but what I do do is I try to I'm really trying to identify at the moment my ego yep. to my truer mm. true intuition and go my true self because I believe that being able to identify is it my ego yeah. is it now that I've done the run can I do anything you know yeah, it, right, you know yeah, you get yeah. this feeling of oh, yeah, yeah and it's it's actually, you know, I've got to a point now where I'm going, no, I want to tame the ego mm. and listen to that quiet voice yep. that that is your true self. Yep. And I think that's where I believe, though, with all of those thoughts coming in, you can actually make anything. You can create your world any way you want to. Yep. Yeah. You really can. Oh, yeah. Everyone is capable of anything. Yep. If you continue to put really good rituals in place, yep. and I believe you get it, a lot from exercising mm. you know i believe a healthy body is a healthy mind mm. because you see you know at the end of the day i've done a lot of observations of people and i think the people that look so lost and stuck tend to gravitate to um eating foods that aren't filling themselves yeah. or fulfilling that you know making them feel good yeah. rather than maybe, you know, putting on weight and then they don't feel great and um, and it looks, that's another subject yeah. that we can get into the whole digestive system. <laughs> um, but I believe <laughs> but I believe with, you know, being able to physically move um, creates a healthy mind and then you want to continue to stay healthy so you choose everything healthy in your life, mm. with, you know, food and everything you do for that day your intentions are so much healthier that, it's like a cascade isn't it really like if you can create that one ritual that promotes that feeling of empowerment and, and strength and inspiration and creativity in your life then that can spill over into other mm. aspects mm. so it's like you know if if you don't have that routine or that ritual that can generate those feelings within you then that can also spill over negatively into other areas you know if you're not doing anything to sustain you mentally then you know when it comes to your diet then you're probably less likely to consume foods or be creative when it comes to making preparing mm. food for yourself and so you eat for convenience in the same way you don't exercise because it's hard it's it takes effort and energy to exercise mm. in the same way it takes effort and energy to create you know good food for yourself or mm. 
new ideas and, and, you know, really just expand your own horizons. It's like one ritual can potentially cascade into multiple others and really help set you up with a much better mindset. How would we do that? Absolutely. Yeah. And that is, you know what? I, I think to myself, that is exactly, Logan, what it is. I don't want to get up at 4.30. I don't want to run most days. Mm. But I know that if I do it, what my days will be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I swear to God, I sometimes have to drag my ass. And I'm like, I don't think twice about it, though. Yeah. I'm like, put your freaking runners yeah. on. And the days that I don't want to run, the best. that's when I go, yeah. no, nah, you are running and you're going to do a little bit extra time because of that thought. And not that I'm <laughs> actually, you know... <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm pretty hard on myself. But I feel that if I don't, you know, roll myself out of bed, spray myself with a face, have everything organised the night before, that I actually, you know, I am a, a creature of um, being organised and knowing exactly what I'm doing the next day. I don't like to be unorganised because I feel that if. If you don't know where you're going that day, you're kind of always going to be a lost soul trying to find, oh, yeah, that makes me feel good. You kind of just do this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're kind of just floating around and you kind of, no, I'm not sure. No, I don't mind. And I'm like, no, I really want to be focused and know exactly when I, where I'm going. Mm. And I find that the people that have I have gravitated to are those that have really strong beliefs of where and what their intention of is every day, you know, and being able to have clarity in that. That makes me think of, and we've spoken about this on the podcast before, because um, <clears throat> you can broaden that even to life in general. And you know, we've we've discussed like when we've been told when we were younger that you can do anything, you can be anything when you grow mm. up, you can do whatever it is that so you want to do. Yeah, you're kind of free to create life as you please. But especially from a young age, it's a big wide world out there. That's really super intimidating. You and have when you no don't idea where to start, exactly. And, and you mm. don't when you don't have that a, a structure or parameters to work within. It's like you don't know what is possible or where you're going. So in, in the same way that you'd start a day mm. with no structure for it and no plan for it or no idea what's sort of going on, you can kind of get lost in the day and you can feel like it didn't really work because you had nothing to gauge whether it was a good day by. Yeah. Because when you have a plan or an idea mm. of what you want to do for the day, then you, you can know, okay, I can tick this off or I've done this, I've achieved that, so I can go to bed knowing it was a good day. It's the same sort of thing with life. If you've got no parameters or structure to work within, then <clears throat> you don't really <clears throat> sorry have a, a good gauge of whether or not you're achieving uh goals or or things that you wanted to achieve in life does that make sense yeah mm. well because yep. we're all tailored yep. differently mm. we've all got different skills and abilities we've all been given different dna and different um uh things that make us up like I'm very different to you and mm -hmm. we're different to Nudge and then Nudge is different to... Like, we're all different. We're made uniquely. So we need to... It's We need those um, parameters. We need to know what we're good at, what we enjoy, what we don't enjoy. So then because that is the most... That's our expression. That is our most authentic expression because it is truly us when we yeah. embody all of that into our work, into our days. Yeah. So if... Like... At the moment, I'm like, if I can get through a day 
Um, like even if there's like, you know, three or four things on my to-do list and I've never done them before. Like at the moment I'm working on my business and I've never had a business before. I've never set up a business. I have no idea what it takes to do each of the things that are on my list. So all I know is that I need to do them because that is what's going to create a business. And when I... I don't get disheartened when I don't get three things done because I, it took me so long to do just the one. But I don't know how to do that. So I'm building the skills and ability to making my own yeah. and tapping into how I can do it rather than like I can't do it the same maybe as Nudge or I can't do it the same as you because we function differently. Yeah. I'm more creative, so I need a more creative approach, so to speak. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. You have to really immerse yourself in the new inspiration in order to actually know where the boundaries of that inspiration are so that you know how to work within it. Yeah, you've got to know yourself. And I think that, like, um, Viana Stiber, I know I keep talking about it, but the woman who founded Theta, she's the first thing, the most important thing is to know thyself. Know yourself, know who you are, know what you believe, know what you value, So that because that'll make it easier to be of service, yeah. to actually live your life, to actually do the things that fulfill you and to be and to gravitate toward things that satisfy your needs. Yeah. She said that is the most important thing, to know thyself. And I'm like, I love that. And I, it's, mm. it always just floats in the back of my mind, just know thyself, right? Would I do this this way? How would Yuja do it? How would the but the true Yuja, the high the higher self of me, and you can really easily you can tap into that. Yeah. You know, we did it um, yet last mm. night with the intuition. Yeah. You know, knowing because you were struggling, you kept asking these questions because you think something else has the answer, but mm. you've got it within you. So yep. we did a theta session, and we, I first I said I was like I want you to do it instead of me doing it. I want to I want you to connect with your intuition. And so because then I've got that little niggling ego <laughs> in the back of my mind going. Ugh. I know, and I knew <laughs> yeah, it. She I can do it. it. <laughs> Just ask her the question. Yeah, it's like can we can we connect with our high? Can we connect with our future selves? Can we connect? With, I'm like you're gonna do it this time because you have the answers. What you're asking me is what you already have within you, mm. and it's like. That because I don't I don't want you to think that I have everything I have this gift and you don't this gift everyone we are made up of the same stuff yeah. we are made up of the infinite realm the seventh plane energy of all that is so you still have you can tap into that I don't it's not just me there are million every single person on this planet has the ability to tap into that so what we did yesterday I thought was really important because I knew that you were going to ask me again I'm like I want to approach this differently. Hmm. Because I have to, I can't actually, I can't keep doing it my way. You need to now do it your way. Yeah. And yeah. that was really important. I found that to be really powerful for you. I think it was. Yeah, definitely. It just made me be a bit more accountable to myself. And it was hard. Mm. It's so, it's so hard being accountable to yourself. I find when you're not used to doing it. Uh, and especially with this, I know we talk about it, like the importance of, you know, of meditating and of having that time with yourself so that you can establish like your own intuition and you can feel your own inner guidance showing you where to go. But mm. I've never consciously like really set, set aside time to meditate and to allow it to come through in the way that, in the way that you do, Yush. Yeah. Mm. I've always sort of just tried to feel what my motivation or my inspiration is in a particular moment during the day and then I allow that to guide me as my intuition. I've never actually sat with it yeah. and, and asked myself the question, what am I feeling? Where am I being guided or pulled towards? I always just try and 
feel that while I'm actioning during the day. Mm. And I think it's a good thing to actually stop yourself and to try and sit and find that guidance as opposed to hope that it happens on the go. Yeah. And so that that was what was difficult for me because I had to stop <laughs> and and do that in that moment and I had my ego there going, "Oh, you I can't you, do it. I'm you not can't do it. You, I don't see it. You're not I a visual person yeah. when she says visualize this. It's, you know, I can't see it. I, and I knew it cuz I could see you frowning and you're just you're getting <laughs> so disheartened like I could see you not trusting yourself because I yeah. knew that he had it. I knew that he could tap into it. But and mm. I because he kept saying, I can't visualize, I can't see like you do. And I'm like, visualization isn't just about seeing the picture. It's about feeling. It's about knowing. It's that in, it's just intuition and yeah. it's just trusting yourself to see, to hear, see or feel that message that's coming through. Yeah. I said, you know, visualize yourself. And you said, I'm in a garden and I'm walking through. And I'm like... If you can't see that, then how is that coming to you? Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's weird, and that's the thing. Like, I think when I really let my guard down, mm. and that's probably what I'm not used to, is when you're in that kind of. Do you meditate mm. much, Nudge? Look, uh, I, I'm. <laughs> I totally understand where you're coming okay. from, Logan, <laughs> because I look at Yuja and the way, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, oh my God, that is exactly the way I feel. <laughs> I feel some mornings I think, what about just test yourself, Nudge? Why don't you get down and just do yoga and meditate? And I'm like, I don't know if it's my ego going, nah, go for a run instead. Mm. And it's this constant battle of just being in that peace. And I take my hat off to you, because you are just incredible at being able to be in that moment. And you could meditate for hours. For me, I am a to-do list. I am get this done. I'm action. I'm like, get, you know, I, I physically have to do something. But for me to sit and to meditate, like I tried to do it last night and I kept falling asleep. So mm. I, I, I got right up to the top and then I was just falling asleep again. And I think I feel that I, I do tire myself out physically in a day but I have to get to (laughs) maybe Uh, but I'm kind of thinking I I actually feel exactly how you're feeling like like I think to myself are are we just tapping out because we've got Yuja now we actually don't need to do it (laughs) can we we do a theatre session Um, and I love that now but I'm like and it you know and hence saying you know before Yuja you just said and you have it within you um, I'm currently writing a book, um, It's All Within You, because I do believe exactly what you're saying, Yuzha, yeah. that it is all within us. We have everything we need within us yeah. and we think that we're going to get it from an external source. Mm. We think we're going to get it from buying things, yeah. from, you know, grabbing on to all these things or eating or drinking or doing all this, but in the true essence of life, mm. it is all yeah. within us. We are the light we are fully connected if we allow yeah. to be connected. Yeah. And that's and that's the whole thing. I think that's why I can't at times be. I feel, no, what do I need to do? Or what and I, I that is something that I really want to learn. Mm. And maybe we can do that through a theatre. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to find it in myself, but I'm like, I do wanna learn the gift of being at peace. Yeah. yeah. Because it you know? doesn't it it's not easy. It's it's just it's there's a surrender, but I also found what was really important was to actually understand what it is all within you, what that means. Like, I didn't understand that mm. for a long time. Mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. It's all within me. Yeah, I've got it all. Oh, my God, yeah. But then when I 
meditated and then had these experiences and especially probably more potent now that I've got that I've found theta I I'm like I get it like it's literally me it's literally everything it's within us it's like within us like not me just individually it's everything that is within the universe that energy that we tap into it is within us because it's it's it is us and I have, I found that that actually helped me to be more at peace, to understand what that really meant. And that's what it made. It made it easier to sit because I knew that. So like when I meditate or when I close my eyes and do theta, like I know that the oh, I have thoughts, they don't stop. But the thing is, because it's like, we want to stop our thoughts. We want to, like, that's what everyone's like, I just want to be at peace. And it's like, you can be at peace. You What we do is you watch the thoughts instead of reacting to them. Because that, oh, I shouldn't, I don't, I should, probably should be doing, I should probably run or I need to be doing something else. That you're connecting to the thought. Instead of watching the thought, you're connecting to it and you're responding and reacting to it. Mm. So you're actually giving that more power than yourself. So that's what I found with... Me. Are you listening, Logan? Oh, yeah, <laughs> intently. Are you listening, Nudge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, you are know we what? I've actually learned something today. <laughs> we are. Yeah. And <laughs> that is exactly it. It's grabbing onto that thought yeah. and going... And that's what I need to start identifying. Like sometimes my body is so sore and I, I feel like rest is just coming to me. Rest, <laughs> yoga meditate and then i'm like nah yeah. i gotta get out of there i've gotta grind i've got to... <laughs> like, what is that yeah because you um, give the thought you know, the power that's I... what it is so next time you have a thought and Correct. you're having that being like okay where do i want to put my power who do i want to give the power to if you give it to yourself that's the piece because you can then watch thoughts because thoughts are good. They're not going to stop. That's how our brain works. We need to have thoughts to kind of comprehend what's going on. So when we watch them and I kind of see them as like clouds passing, whether it be going from side to side or even like passing through me, like from in front of me to mm. behind me, like I just wait. And sometimes I just watch them mm. and all of a sudden the thoughts become clouds and I just see clouds instead of thoughts. Which I tell you is a lot easier said than done mm. for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've spoken about this exact thing and I'm like... I'm going, see <laughs> it's a power... It's a, I, I, I jump on that cloud. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take me, take me with you. <laughs> Oh, I suck at it, but no, I I love I love the analogy. Like it is it is so true that I I, I do the same as you, Nudge. I get stuck with a thought because I do get very in my head and I do listen to my thoughts. And as I'm contemplating things, I definitely get carried away with it. And it does take me away from. At times, it can take me away from my internal my my own power because if I get sucked into a thought for long enough and I go follow that tangent, it can start to be a bit more detrimental to my my inner peace and stability, depending on what I'm what it is that I'm thinking about. And my inner peace and stability. Because <laughs> I think like... <laughs> As well, in what we were talking about before, that like you just said, we are all different, we're all unique. What about if at the times that we think, like the way you can meditate, I think you can just get into your state, just... In, in a heartbeat, yeah. you can really do that. Yeah. For I, I believe that I can't take away my morning ritual yep. because it no, gives me something mm. that I cannot get from anything else in this world yeah. and I cannot give up that time. But I think is it then at the 
in an evening, maybe, you know, Logan, you and I are the type to maybe meditate of an evening Mm. once our to-do list is done, Mm. we've actioned, we've worked, we've done all of this. And is it that time that we find we will be at the most peace Mm. and able just to let go of what we need to do? And that's why, because I feel it's not, yeah, and, and it's not right or wrong the way we're feeling and I keep thinking I know that I keep jumping on that cloud of let's go for a run but I actually feel that I need that to be myself my true self yeah. and the best version of me for that day yeah. because that yeah, creates definitely. that's my shield mm. for the day like I was saying it's your ritual yeah. I get it yeah it is yeah. it is and I believe putting in rituals that totally fulfills you and connects you to the higher self is don't change no. it. if it works don't change do it. it just yeah. go with it yeah. do it yeah. absolutely yeah. and you know five years later i'm still diving in that ocean you know rain hail or shine i don't care what kind of temperature it is i know that when i get into that ocean that i i'm full can you, I'm full. Can you tell us and i've uh, more about how that began diving in the ocean because you live on the beach but i would love yeah, right. yeah i do tell us about that because that's powerful yeah it is um i i don't i'll have to have a little bit more of a thought on that during the week but i thought to myself i'm gonna start stepping into my fears mm. um i wasn't a great swimmer when i was younger so water for me wasn't you know, but I remember that when there were times that I let things go and I allowed myself to immerse myself in water or the ocean, I felt really, really good. And um, I did hear one time that someone did a 100-day challenge uh, diving into cold water, right? And I'm like, yeah, wow. And at the time I was listening to Wim Hof and, Mm. um, you know, different, kind of healing and I kind of went yeah wow it makes you really think being in such cold water to be able to control your mind and not jump onto that you know those clouds that are coming to you like get out Mm. move and all that kind of stuff but being with that uncomfortable feeling feeling that uncomfortable feeling and I think that's when I came to a point where I went you know what I'm actually going to step out of a lot of my fears by doing this but I thought I am going to dive in. I'm going to do a 100-day challenge every day, no matter what, if it's, you know, rain, hail or shine, I am going to, after my run, I'm going to jump in that ocean. Anyway, I used to jump in and I thought I'll do it for an intention. So if I knew that someone really needed a prayer or someone needed some good energy or, you know, something else, I thought, no, I'm just going to place that intention in my dive. So I started with one and I thought, oh, that's enough. I'm out. Man, I'm cold. I'm going to get home. I'm going to have a hot shower. <laughs> then, the next, <laughs> then the next time I went in, I went, oh, maybe I'll do two. All right. Maybe there's another person that I could do it for. And I'm like, okay. So I'd do that, went on to three, and then all of a sudden now I'm just floating Um, in that time and I just feel such a peace in doing Mm. it you know Um, yeah and I just feel my body uh, yeah and my body physically I used to kind of feel a lot of pain and swelling from running in my knees Um, since driving in the ocean it really helps physically Mm. um, your body and I, I believe that being able to 
Um, yeah, and then I was wondering why the footballers get in the ocean at the end of their training sessions. I'm like, yeah, I get that now because <laughs> it, it does. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, just to, yeah, feel yeah, feel that coldness on your body is just incredible. It's like you really do have yeah. to like control your body with your mind and not let your body control not let your body control yeah. your mind. You yeah, got, yeah. you control your body yeah. instead. It's yeah. like so many yeah. times, even exercising yeah. when you when you, you yoga is a good one because you're holding poses for the most part, or you, you're doing yeah. you're doing the activity, whatever. And it's your mind that goes before your body does. But your mind goes because your body's yeah. convincing your mind that you're in so much pain, you have to stop. Yeah. And it's like having that capacity yeah. to go no no i'm in control here i'm going to hold this for longer because my body's not going to give up it doesn't matter what it's saying yeah. to me right now yeah. i can override that and have a more powerful message from my mind and i can rule over my body and not uh-huh. have it the other way around uh-huh. and i guess if you can like remain in that state then the signals that your body is sending you you can not necessarily numb yourself to but maybe you have a a better ability to be able to weed out what the bullshit is that your mm. body's telling you and what is actually truly going mm. on within yourself yeah. And it's like a, a practice that yeah, you kind of can absolutely. get into. That's, that's what yeah, I got absolutely. from you. Yeah, absolutely. And especially, sharing, like... yeah, and you know what, Logan, and that's maybe a reason why I chose to do a marathon, mm. you know. I knew that 99% was mental. And I think that that's always anything to do with the mind I've always gravitated to, yeah. um, you know, hence why I've come to a profession where I just love working with the mind is because, you know, all the books that I read about marathon running, whatever, 99% was mental. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't get that. I don't understand that. I thought it was 99% physical yeah. and 1% mental because yeah. I thought if you're not physically prepared for something, how do you mentally pull it off? And I'm like, wow, no, it's the other way around now. <laughs> Are you, you know, you've got it wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, right, I'm going I'm to really, I'm going to do it the other way around. When I started to change, and yes, I'm feeling really uncomfortable, you know, like training my first marathon, it was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> my Andy was working away at the time. He was doing four, four and ones, and um, I only had a treadmill. My kids were oh, too young. Right, I couldn't leave yeah. them, so I couldn't go on my long runs. So I had to do this intense 36 kilometres, right, on a treadmill, and I'm like, all right, you want to test yourself, Nudge? Test yourself. <laughs> In the same spot, <laughs> 36K, so I knew it was going to take me about four hours. I'm like, yeah, good luck, girl. And I got on and I thought, nah, I am not going to stop. I'm not going to allow my mind to stop the physical body from moving. Yeah. And I thought, and it was an achievement in itself, and um, which has flowed on to being able to understand it's all about uh, the process mm. yeah. and not necessarily the end result. Mm. And I'm like, you know, when I got that medal at the end of the run, I went, yeah, it was about the process. Yeah. Yeah. It was about what I learned on the journey. Mm. It, it was about all of that. So, you know, and, and that's why I chose to do uh, marathon running because I thought, man, and then, you know, I thought, no, nah, I got a little bit addicted and went, no, nah, I've got to do another one. I'm going to see if I, you know, I can run faster, I can do this, I can do that. So it's like you start playing with yourself a bit more and you go, yeah, you know, this is cool. You're stepping into fears, yeah. you know. Oh, you know, I, I could do one, can you do two? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I dare you, go three. <laughs> I, some of it, like, seriously, you really? my mind is a little bit messed up with that. It is a bit crazy. <laughs> 
Oh, I love it though. You it's really like, are addicted to running. It's constant growth. Like it is constant, and I love when you you identify your success more so with the process than the destination. I think it's so much more fulfilling, and it gives you a longer. I can't remember if we spoke about this on the podcast or whether it was just a conversation we were having. Mm. It gives you a longer point of fulfillment if you're identifying yourself with the process as opposed to where the process is leading. Then you know, majority of your life is just a whole bunch of processes all happening at once. Yeah. And if you're only focusing your fulfillment and satisfaction on the outcome of those processes, then they're tiny blips in the entirety of your life. And so if you're only sourcing your happiness or joy or fulfillment, whatever, from tiny blips, then you're going to overlook the actual, the core of what's happening in your life. Yeah. And so I, I, I like that. Mm. I, I really like that, you know, even if you get a medal at the end of the marathon, you look at the medal not as a reward for whatever the outcome of the race was. You look at it as acknowledgement of the process that you undertook in order to get there. Because mm. it's only a moment. Yeah, absolutely, Logan. It is. And, and it's a moment. And I kind of went, all right, what do I do? Mm. What do I do with this now? Do I do I hang it up? It's do what I, we're talking about with the penthouse you know, before. And they've got photos at the end of it. Yeah. And, yeah, and I'm kind of like. Get on that helicopter and go to a higher to that- that's it and that's where I went wow and I think it's kind of allowed me to live in that present moment and the process of life Mm. and allowing the divine timing yeah you know you you do things things happen for a reason you're around people people build you up whatever it's all about the process and the journey you know but it's allowing it's allowing you to get really quiet um, in your mind and listening to all to that quiet voice, yeah. you know yeah. the truth. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I totally agree. It's something I I uh, I resonated like off the like off the top when you were talking about finding that inner voice, and you kind of need that that solitude. It truly is something that you can't discover if your fulfillment is more so going to be based upon like finding your authentic expression and your authentic self and then and then establishing how you can incorporate that into your life and and be truly yourself you do need to reflect in it like inward you need it you do need to go within yourself in order to actually hear the voice hear your your higher self talking to you and guiding you because i think even even our thoughts and like the the our mindsets that we can have they're reflections not only of i think our own experience and our past experience and um and they're also reflections of society at large and what we pick up from those around us shapes the way we think as well Mm. so our thoughts might not actually be accurate representations of what we're truly feeling inside of us so if we allow ourselves to follow those we're not following what's truly us we're following something that is more of a a mirage or an illusion Mm. that we're simply picking up on and so we, we, we need to be able to, to silence that or to watch it at like a cloud flow through us. And, well, and- never works. You can do water, <laughs> you can float in water. Because then as soon as you think that the um, like your thoughts, if you just float in your thoughts, mm. then it just becomes water. I'm not saying like I transform it into, they just become it. Yeah. Like they just change because then you're actually not, you're not associating yourself, you're not connecting yourself with the thoughts. So therefore they just become something easier to look at, easier to manage. Yeah. That's what the point was. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. no, I'm just, I'm just, just mm-hmm. saying like, we're so influenced or we allow ourselves to be so influenced by everything external to us. Mm-hmm. And so if you're trying to find what makes you tick, who you are, what you like, what you enjoy. And, and then if you want to try and create something for yourself out of your own personal authenticity, you do need, you do need to detach from what's external. 
so that you can actually listen and discover in yourself that pathway that you need to walk. Oh, that's what I found because yeah. I know it's a, it's one of those things where we can we can talk about this stuff and so you need to find what who you are and what you believe and where your passions are and what your skills and you know a lot of the time especially when I was a bit younger like and when I say a bit younger I mean I don't know three or four years ago and and beyond like it was it's something that I'd hear that sentiment and I wouldn't understand it. I wouldn't go, uh, how do you know? How do I know what I'm good at? I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know what I'm passionate about. Mm. And I think that's because, I mean, especially being younger, you know, obviously back then I was, you know, early 20s to, you know, being a kid. You're just starting. And when you're starting out life like that, you're taking on so much information from the world around you that you're just, your life is more about processing information as opposed to understanding and disseminating how it resonates with you yeah. and developing yourself as a person because of that. I think it was when I got a little bit older and I was in a situation where I had to stop and detach myself from the world around me and everything that I I held dear to me and actually go into some kind of solitude and learn different things. And I learned a lot more about spirituality then because I found it really empowering to help me establish that inner peace and hear that inner voice and feel what actually resonated with me in this world. And it did, I had to take myself away from, from all these external factors that were influencing me so that I could hear myself mm. think and hear myself talk and establish for myself what is true and what I believe in. And that was so empowering in order to do that. But yeah, I say it's probably a long way, a long-winded way of me, I guess, explaining why. I, no, 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 no. I, you are exactly right. Yeah. You know what, Logan? I, that's exactly it. And social media mm. influences people a lot. Yep. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't look at social media in the morning ever. Yeah, I, I've I come away from doing look it. At, yeah. at, at, at an end of a day. Yeah, because I feel that it can put you in a totally different mindset yep. and it's not your true self. Yeah. So I believe that if I can create rituals in the morning to ground myself, then I'm not going to fall into that mediocre world of, you know, you're kind of walking with everyone in this kind of, you know, you're a floater. Yeah. No, I want purpose in my life. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're saying, Logan. You're asking why I do what I do. Yet switching off from that world is exactly what it yeah. is. It's exactly what you're doing. Switch off from the world. Find you. Find your purpose. Find your truth. That's when you can go, you know what? Take me on social media because yeah. you can't get me now because yeah. you know who you are. Mm. Like looking at a, at a you know, a gorgeous woman, I'm like, it does nothing for me. Mm. I'm like... Yeah, I believe that everyone is beautiful in themselves. I don't believe that I need 104 likes, um, you know, that I need this to become and be fulfilled in who I am. Yeah. I don't need likes. I need a like from myself, though. Yeah. Mm. You know, I really want for me to look in that mirror in my eyes and go, am I proud of who I see right now in this mirror? Yeah. And do I go to sleep at night knowing that I, I gave everything of myself? You know, that I didn't cheat anyone, that I didn't live, you know, uh, an authentic life. Yeah. I was me for that day because that's all we've got at the end of the yeah. day. We have got this day. Absolutely. We don't know how long we've got. So, you know, I believe that we've really got to, yeah, surrender and be vulnerable to who we are. And it does take time yeah. and it does it does make you uncomfortable also because yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, I really have to why do I have that fear? And I've got to step into it at some point. Yeah, like you, know? you were saying with going so, into the yeah. beach, into the water. Into the water. 
it helps you identify those yeah. weaknesses so that you know yeah. you know how you can when you when you know where your weaknesses are you are more in control of how they might manifest themselves in your everyday life. If you are genuinely afraid of going for a swim, then and you can identify that that's what you're afraid of. You can say, All right, I'm, I want to face this weakness. And now that I know that this is the weakness that I have, I can be in control of how I face it. Mm. You know, if you never identify, Absolutely. if you never identify the weak points in yourself, then you go through, you face situations and scenarios in life and you don't know why they make you uncomfortable or why you respond or react to them the way that yeah. you do. And then you band-aid them with, oh, I need to feel better, so I'm going to either go sleep or yeah. I'm going to go call someone or I'm going to just... I'm just going to be like, not going to deal with this right now. Yeah. I'm just going to try to make myself feel better because I don't. I want to just put that under the rug, put that away in the cupboard, and I just want to keep going mm. on with Because it's life. hard to deal with it, and especially when you it don't... It's harder, though, if you keep putting Absolutely. it... Absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing I just wanted to mm. say... And exposing yourself to yeah. it. Expose yeah. yourself to it, you know, and that's why I love exposure therapy at the moment because yeah. that's a lot of my clientele, the cohort of people, they have such a fear, mm. a fear of life, a fear of even going to the supermarket alone. Yeah. I'm like, right, this is what I'm going on, exposure therapy, and that's exactly yeah, it. I love that. we, we've come into, you know, six months of working together and they have just allowed that fear they've stepped into their fear you know i've been able to be there to you know kind of be there to hold their hand whatever but soon i know that i'll be able to let go of that hand they've exposed themselves to that awesome absolutely incredible yeah i just wanted to quickly say with Mm. the social with the social media thing because i i definitely my emotions and thoughts (laughs) are definitely influenced by what i consume on social media and it's so easy to get sucked sucked into what you see happening on there. The predominant thing I was using social media for was my news. And I'd go on there and a lot of the time it would be actually how I would access news articles and, and information. So with what's happened in Australia at the moment with social media banning news outlets, putting their their information on, on Facebook, I'm on the fence with how I feel about it. I'm not, I don't even bother diving into the politics of it. I just, I think that it's a good thing. It's good to be updated with what's going on around the world and to have information that is shared amongst other people. But it also, I know for me, it swept me up into a bit of a frenzy with what's going on away from Mm. my certain situation. Mm -hmm. So now when I go on my Facebook feed and none of that's there anymore, there's nothing there that's keeping me on social media. There's nothing there that's drawing my attention and getting me sucked up and distracted Mm. by something that's happening away from my Mm. position. And so I actually, I'm, I'm in a way independent of the whole what's going on with that. And I'm, I'm grateful for the, the kind of peace and serenity it's allowed me to feel, you know, for the time being. Because it definitely would. That's been the response, though, from a lot of people. A lot of people are actually happy now mm. that they don't have to see news like that constantly. Yeah. And they're like, I'm, this is actually mm. one of the best things that could have happened. Now I can actually, like... Focus on what I need to do. Mm. And, and yeah. the other thing I like about it now is that I'm more in control of where I get my news from and what I engage with. So mm. where you go on Facebook yeah. before and you'd have articles and information like pretty much constantly. thrown in front of you constantly and you, you know, I'd engage with it and go, mm. you know, and it, it would shape my thoughts and my emotions even for the rest of the day. Mm. You know, now I'm like, okay, I'm not going to get it on Facebook. If I want to learn or know about something, I have to put in that work myself and I have to go out there and, and consciously look for it now. Yeah. And even that little bit of that little bit of accountability yeah. when it comes to what I'm engaging with actually I think helps keep me a bit more grounded and a bit more centered because if I'm like 
I really need, to, I feel like I need to know more about this, then I've identified that and then I can go and search for it myself as opposed to, I'm just on, I'm on Facebook, just, just cause, just to kill some time and then all of a sudden getting sucked up into this really intense story yeah. and then being down about it for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So I'm really actually kind of... Isn't it? And it's like a vortex. Yeah. It's like a negative vortex. And I think the day that I chose not to watch a news, which was oh, many years ago, yeah. it's terrible because... Um, Andrew's always like, I don't understand how you can't watch your news. And I said, oh, we don't. there's nothing there yeah. that really, uh, it's just, it puts you in such a bad mindset. And I yeah. think there's so many good that's happening in the world. Yeah. And why do we choose that we have to watch yourself for what reason? And I think that kind of comes from uh, maybe the past generation where they used to get all their information from was from yes yeah you know what i mean where it was more so that kind of generationally we always went six o'clock shush kids watch the news we're watching the news and we used to always think oh my god what do we have to watch the news for and it was yeah Yeah. and it was like but what what is on there there's so many good things happening in this world and i feel that it is like that logan it it kind of puts you in such a vortex of negative energy and i think if i want to learn about something i'm going to go off my own back and I'm going to go find yeah. out about it. Yeah. But I don't believe that we really hear the truth. I don't believe no. that. Um, I think For it's a, a way very to long time people. It's been like that. No, I totally agree. Absolutely. And I feel I want to control my life. Yep. This is my life. Yep. I am here for a purpose and I will have no one control me but the divine. Yep. And that's where I think if something doesn't serve me or doesn't sit well with me, I just dissolve it, yep. you know, because I don't believe that we need to be controlled, mm. you know, by Anything. I totally agree. I yeah. think well, we, we can't know. though. We can't be like, and un- un- because we've we've got free will. There's the law of free will. We can do what we want. So even if people do try, you still have the power within you to say, you can try all you like, but you are not getting yeah. in here or in here. You yeah. can take my body, but Absolutely. you still don't take me. Like it's and it's how yeah. many films you clearly are- haven't read uh, George Orwell's 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah, no, sorry. That's the point. So, like, if that happened today, like, they're trying to do that today. But the spiritual um, uh, awakening that's happening, mm. people are turning to yoga, people are turning to meditating, and taking care of their bodies and focusing on their mindsets. Yeah. And it's been like that for nearly a decade, yeah. really. In and it's in the last five years, it's amped up, and now it's a trend. Mm. Like, I love that yoga and meditation is a trend. Because it's probably the best trend that humanity could ever be a part of. Mm. And it because it, it doesn't matter how if it's mm. even if you do post pictures of yourself like half naked doing yoga poses, you're doing yoga. You're promoting the what <laughs> yoga because I, I, re, I used to get really angry about it. I'm like, why are these women in underwear, like and skimpy outfits doing yoga like I, I was actually mm. curious to know what was really pissing me off about it and it wasn't the fact that they were wearing like I don't mm. you know, do what you want but I'm like does it really piss me off is it just my ego is it just my insecurities about my own body mm. and what I'm not doing and then I'm like I'm actually not doing yoga every yep. day because guaranteed if I did yoga and I was I would have their bodies I would probably be doing the same thing because I would be proud of <laughs> I would be so proud of what I had accomplished and what I look like. And I'm showing people what I can do. And it's not like it's got nothing to do with the amount of clothes you want because we've all got a body. We all know what it looks like. There's not the only thing that um, 
comes in the in between that is the whole the mind thing like what you get from a naked body it's been sexualized you know and it is it's all sexualized but a body is a body like it is so it's like regardless of how you show it it, it's you you choose it to be sexual you choose for it to be beautiful Mm -hmm. it's up to you still you still have the power yeah yeah absolutely and i and i just think at the end of the day being able to be your true self when you find the love within Mm. you you know like scientists no one knows what's in anyone's head right no one you know they can do as many studies as they like no one knows what's going on in their head and you think to yourself if you can control this the heart and the mind connection that joe dispenza speaks about is your true self Mm. is who you are once you love who you are none of that matters yeah, you yeah. look at people and you just you look at those bodies and go you know what i appreciate yeah. their body yeah. i appreciate yeah. how hard they yeah. work because it does take a lot of hard work to look uh-huh. good yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and i think to myself that we forget about all the hours yeah. like it doesn't just because of that day i, I want to go for a run mm. that everything's going to change no it takes ten thousand hours to perfect a craft mm. and you think to yourself someone at their you know the best sportsman or the you know the best yoga instructor whatever they look the way they do because they have committed themselves to rituals Mm -hmm. that that they get them there you know and to be able to be organized in your life and go no i'm going to be focused in Mm. this i'm not going to allow no social media no news no anything else i am going to focus only on me yeah i focus on me get the true your best version of yourself yeah. and then you can give yourself to the world and go try and come and get me because yeah. your armor is so strong yeah. that nothing can come That's in it. everything kind of rebounds off me now like people go oh did you hear that i don't even think of twice about it because it's not my focus yeah. my focus is me yeah. being the best version of me and being being able to perfect my craft yeah. which is being able to help people change their negative thoughts yeah. to positive yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I think when you when you can find within yourself that love, that centeredness, and and, and the, that inner strength, then you you can display that, you can project that onto other people. So well, if it just you, shows though, it exudes yeah. from you when you yeah. feel that. And yeah. if you if you don't accept yourself, you're gonna have a very tough mm. time accepting others. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that you know, being I I love it when I see people that are, are strong and secure and confident in who they are. You know, regardless of whatever it is that they think, whether I disagree yeah. with them or not, they're authentically being who they are and they have done the hard work to yep. establish their inner truth. And I know that's hard. I And so when, when I see someone who is like, this is who I am, this is, I, I'm proud of who I am and this is what I'm putting out there into the world. Usually those people, they exude nothing but love mm-hmm. and they respect other people because they have it in themselves to put onto other people yeah. you know as opposed to when you're in a negative mindset about yourself you'll project that negativity onto others you know i found that if you want to if you want to receive something from the world you need to find it in yourself to give it first yeah. so that you can receive it back and i i, I you truly do uh put negativity out there when you are insecure in yourself and you're unstable about how you feel about yourself when you don't love yourself you can't find any love within yourself to pass on to anybody else. Yeah. 
So like, and I think the insecurities that we, and the instability that we have in the world today is just projecting that negativity everywhere. Mm. And the, the, that's the, that, that's that chaos that's happening. Yeah. At the and, and the challenge is to be that light is mm. to do that hard work to discover and find your own inner peace and your own inner love for yourself and your own security in who you are as a person mm. so that you can then shine that onto all those around you. And I, that's, I feel like that's one of the biggest struggles of this time that we're in. And I, I do agree with you is that there is a mm. shift towards a more spiritual way of, of living, of being. And, and I think that this, this mindset, more people are becoming aware of it. And I, I think the beautiful thing about the internet is that it's provided so many platforms and so much space for voices to be able to discuss this kind of stuff and share these messages. And so more people are able to be exposed to it. And I love that about it. And so I, I think that is gaining hold. Mm. And I truly think that one of the purposes of that movement is to shine that light, that love mm. onto the world at large. Yeah. And, and it's not about like doing something huge. Mm. It's not about, it's just what you're doing the day and how you are with the people around you. Because we need to keep, sp- I know it's, it's so like people would be like, oh, it's so cliche, you're shining light and all this woo-woo stuff. But it's like, no, mm. authentically, that's your light. You shine. And what happens when you shine? People see you. Mm. So, but when when mm. people see you shining, then it makes them want to shine too. So that's that exuding, loving yourself and exuding love. And that's what happens. Yep. So it doesn't, you don't have to do something make massive like look at us we're all just living how we like where we are and we're doing what we can for the people around us we're doing what we can for what is within our reach and as we go we are going to keep spreading that we're going to keep and because if you help one person that person's going to help someone else if you help two people they're going to help another two people or one person it doesn't matter it does spread and it's like remembering that that's what happens when you are authentic and same thing happens if you're negative, you are going to spread that negativity. Yeah. That moment I had, and I like will always remember the reason why I chose to um, to actually go and get help when I was depressed was when I noticed that my sadness, my insecurities, my depression, actually I saw it jump from me to that other person, and then I could see that they were then depressed. I was like, oh, no, no, this is not what this is not what I want Hmm. and I just knew it and I'm like no I I want to somehow help I can't even remember who it was but I was I remember being like I want to take all that energy back and just suck it out of them and instead give them light because that is not who I am that is not what I want that was not my intention so and then it was from then on it kind of snowballed and it was because you didn't yeah is it because you didn't want to share that gift that you got because that when you were feeling that low and in darkness that was your growth and at the end of the day it's at a point of going no that's mine yeah i've got to work this yeah Maris, I've got to be the light. I've got to find myself the light. Exactly. And that's the, yeah. the one of the things that the phrase that came to me, I only I can do this. And then I realized that I am responsible mm. for my life. No one can help me. No matter how many times you tell me to to get up off the couch, you like even if you lift me up, I could still collapse again. I get to choose whether to stand on my own two feet. I get to choose how I speak to people. I get to choose what I eat. I get to choose what I want to do in the day, how I get to start my day. And it's that that I just I embodied it. I'm like, I'm responsible for my life. No one can make decisions except me. And that's the law of free will. 
That's that's that feeling. The feeling of law of free will is knowing that you are solely responsible for everything, your decisions you make, for the people you keep around you, from what the, the words that you say, what you do say, what you don't say. And mm. it's all of that, that you just know that you are responsible. And I would love... Mm. Absolutely. And I would love, Yuja, if we were able to do another podcast and discuss that which you went through, mm. that journey. Mm. Because for me, I felt like I have been, you know, at times you feel sad and you feel maybe alone and depressed and all these thoughts, but I never, I was never vulnerable enough to go, yep. I kind of need this space to grow, mm. you know, like no matter what you did, you sat there, you sat in yeah. it. And that is power in itself, yeah. you know, because I think being able to go, you know what, surrender, man, surrender. Yeah. I feel like shit right now. Yeah. It is an emotion. Yeah. And we it are is. allowed to feel it like that. Just... We don't have to. Uh, yeah. Mm. And I feel sometimes people are more, oh, because, you, you know, you always see positive and rhetoric. No, it is what you feel at all mm. you know what i mean yeah i have those feelings of feeling sadness but feel it feel you it. know what i mean connect with it but know why you know, it's our, there yeah understand that's it right because and our thoughts go sorry <laughs> yeah no no you're good um our thoughts go 90 percent negative mm. all the time yeah. straight you know there. and that's just what it is so in straight there and i'm like no i'm going to switch it around mm. I want to do 90% positive and that 10% I'll play with on the side because that's going to be my growth. Yeah. And that way I've tried to shift it, you know, yeah. and that way, you know, and in saying, you know, walking in confidence, the most attractive thing in a person is when they are walking in confidence, when they've gone, yeah, yeah. I've been shit. I've had those moments. I've been sad. I've been depressed, being vulnerable in all that, but going, I freaking work my ass yeah. off to get to walk in confidence. That's that authenticity I was talking about that I love. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think confidence, when you can walk in confidence, Logan, no matter what you have, what car you've got, none of that is going to give you, like at the end of the day, if we're all standing alone with nothing around us, that's what projects yeah. to others. Yeah. It's the way you stand. It's your physiology. It's where you've come from. If you're fulfilled and you love yourself, mm. you are your authentic self. Yeah. That's it. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is probably one of the more powerful conversations I feel like we've had. Mm. Well, I do want to ask um, your slogan, your business name, Never Give Up. Can you tell us about that? Mm -hmm. Well, I um, worked 11 years in family daycare. <clears throat> I really enjoyed working with children mm -hmm. because they teach you so much about yourself. <laughs> um, getting down to their level, you know, and actually just living in their life, you know, looking at the, how excited they get about small little things. I then was able to differentiate how us adults become, we double guess ourselves. Mm we kind of judge ourselves, we assume things, whatever else. A child doesn't have that. They actually are just playful, have a good laugh and enjoy life, mm. you know. Mm. But in that, I was always saying to the kids because I always wanted to give them the confidence, mm. you know. So everything that they did or I taught or whatever, I was always like, no, never give up, never give up, never give up. And it kind of just started to, oh, my gosh, Nadia, that's all you say, you know, <laughs> never give up, never give up. And then I started going, never, and then the kids would answer, give up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I've got it. 
But then I went the one day I, I had this little kid and we were learning to tie our shoelace, you know, and oh, it's frustrating. It was frustrating. I'm like, no, never give up, never give up. So we kind of went through all the little steps and it kind of came to a point where, and then he finally tied his shoelace. The, oh my God, the glow in his eyes oh. was just, uh, uh, it was amazing. Yeah. You know, it was an experience that I had that I went, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to cherish this forever because I feel, wow, such little things in our life that we forget are so simplistic but so powerful. Yeah. And I feel that if we can continue to telling these kids to never give up, never give up on anything, don't give up on your feelings, don't give up on someone else, don't give up just because someone has told you, you you got a fat ass, don't, you know, give up on someone that you know, you know puts you down. Mm. Yeah. Do not give up. You know, keep moving forward. Keep finding you. Don't give up who you are because if you do that, you then surrender to the world and go, you know what, take me. Yeah, you give the power away. And then you don't become your authentic. You give your power away. Absolutely. Yep. And you let them control you. That's it, yeah. Don't let them control Mm. you. Stay on that. Stay on that path, Mm. you know, and make sure that you don't give up in anything that you feel comes to you. You know, if that's whether you want to climb Mount Everest, whether you want to, do you know draw a painting or whatever don't allow someone to tell you you're a shit drawer you can't for you to just you can't you know i think everyone is capable of so much and we only i think i'm not too sure what the statistics are or what the percentage is but i think we're all uh running at about 30 percent of our 100 percent capacity And I always think to myself, wow, I have got 70% still in my bank. Mm. I'm like, wow, what more can I do? And I think that's when I've pushed myself to marathons. I've pushed myself in all these different areas because I know that that even when I'm feeling tired, I've still got so much more that I can give. And I thought I'm going to continue to keep breaking down um, and never giving up. Mm. And, And I think that for me, it resonated um, it resonates a lot with everything that I do, yeah. you know, whether in the morning, I don't want to get up, yeah. man, never give up, get out there, get your ass going. And yeah. um, it does, it just, yeah. I love that. I love it. And, and talking about the, um, yeah. using that just to talk about the the penthouse analogy again. Um, <laughs> if, if you look at that hundred story. Wow, I like this. <laughs> it all ties <laughs> back in. It all ties back in together somewhere. If we look at that hundred-story building, yeah. if we look at the journey from the ba- the the bottom floor or the basement or wherever up to the penthouse, that if you look mm. at that as the journey to discovering your own authentic self, your own inner truth, then I feel like when you stand at the top there, that's that's you saying, "I know who I am, and I'm confident, and I love who I am. I'm secure in myself." And then from that moment, you're no longer searching for how you can be a better person. You then start being able to create. You become less of a searcher, more of a creator. You create your life from then on because you you know who you are. You can follow your own inspirations and tangents. You know what your skills and your passions are and you can follow your curiosity to take you to new places and to take you to new heights. Mm. So it's it's like you become less of a a self, a a soul searcher. Like a basementer. (laughs) I was going to say it also also helps you when you get to that penthouse and you know who you are and you're standing authentically as yourself, you can actually, you because you know that you've known, you know that process, you can 
it's not going back down, but it's also you can stand in your power with all of that happening again. Hmm. And you can go yep. down the levels and you can help mm. people come up. It's like they say, and, you know, if you if you have a rich person and a poor person and you take all the rich person's money away from them, that rich person will be, will be back yep. to that wealth very rapidly and the poor person will stay because it's a mindset. And yeah. the rich person knows what it takes to get that wealth yeah. and the poor person doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, so. You'll be able to experience any... Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you'll know, like, because mm. I was thinking... Yeah. Once you're at the top, then what? Yeah, you, you can create a helipad and you can create a helicopter, but then where do you go to? Like, where can... You can go anywhere, mm. really, but most of the time we want to help you other people up. We want to help people get to that because mm. it feels so Absolutely. Good. Yeah, because I, I feel like if we get on... And is it us like stepping yeah. into that? Absolutely. And it is, it, is it us being able to be there, but being, you know, fluid, fluent and going, no, I can go down to the bargain basement yeah. Yeah. and go, right, what's on for sale? Yeah. What can I work with a bit more? Yeah. And it's being able, I think, to accept your journey, you know, and we, we talk about that again. It's the process. Yeah. It's our journey. And knowing that where we've come from. So, and that even if we go down to the bargain basement, because that's, we're feeling like that that day, that that's okay. Yeah. It is okay to feel like, like, you know, we're there. But then we can, it is our choice. It is our mindset and it is the actions that we take to get us back to the helipad, you know. And that's what I believe is really powerful when you can, you can feel so low in a moment that someone kind of says something really negative to you to take that all away for you to shake that off. Yeah to go back to the helipad in 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 an instant. So that is, that's what I'm working on myself. Yeah, I'm working on that because I'm feeling, you know, I can get someone can say something really negative to me and it kind of real. I just feel like, wow, they've taken so much from me. And I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm staying at the helipad. Yeah. This is a, you know, but I you feel know how really to get good there. from there. Because you know how to get there, you can do that. So it's like knowing that what that mm. process takes doesn't matter if you go down a couple of levels or you forget your keys sometimes and or what level you're at you know the process and how to get back to where you are. Hmm. You know the process. Even if someone says, no, you Absolutely. have to, if there's like a fire emergency or whatever happens, you have to, you have to go down. I'm just using the analogy. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? That's Absolutely. okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm, I guess the emergency is like someone taking away your money or your things and you got, you know how to get back up there. Yeah. I, I think also you probably. And is it because Oh, no, sorry, no, no. is it because we've actually lived it? Mm. We have lived that. Yeah. So if we're not to live it and not to go on every level and go, yeah, and peel off yeah, those layers every that. time and go on to the next level, that we actually don't learn in that. Mm. But in order to actually in every level go, man, look around. What do I need to work on with yeah. myself? What do I need to do? What fears do I need to overcome? What, you know, what do I need to learn or what do I need to grasp on or the different, you, you may need to change different tribes or whatever, but then going, if you don't learn all that along the way, it's very hard, I think, to be able to do that quick switch. Yeah, you can't, you have you to know, experience from the whole bargain lot. basement to Halifax. You have to experience the whole yep. lot so that you learn the lessons that you need to learn in order to get up there. Because yeah. as soon as you skip, let's yep. say, yep. you know, if you fall back down to a, a particular situation that you've never experienced before for yourself, mm. um, then you're not exactly going to know how to navigate it. And I, I feel like that's life is constantly those sort of challenges being thrown at you. Mm. You know, it's constantly you also ge- Absolutely. generating inspiration in a particular area and then following that inspiration and 
consuming the challenges that come along with that. And I think you can always feel like you're at a certain height in that tower, but life will very quickly mm. show you where you actually are. But it's also being humble enough to, to yeah, say, to, to recognize that yeah. and say, oh, I want to get through this because mm. I am sure of and comfortable with who I am. And this is how I'm going to do the best that I can to, to make the best of this situation and to take from it what I need to take from it. If we look at everything as what's it doing for us as, as souls experiencing this human life, as opposed mm. to what is this challenge doing to me? Mm. Like, what is this challenge doing, mm. not for myself, the human, what's it doing for my own soul growth? Then I think it's a lot more empowering and you get less caught up in the bullshit that happens when you get challenged or that the ego and yeah. the nonsense and the, the external criticisms and everything yeah. that comes up, if you can just remain empowered yeah. in, in yeah, what what that challenge is is giving you and your soul and your development and growth. I think it's it's mm. a beautiful it's a it's a beautiful place to sort of be in, yeah, and to live from. It takes experience though, isn't it? Takes it? Your own courage to kind of step into that and be aware of like, <clears throat> okay, what is it telling me? I don't think we can get there. It is a sense of readiness and a sense of I, yeah, like, I, am I even conscious? about this or is it just are these things just constantly happening to me mm. and then that's when you get disheartened mm. and i because i know that feeling when things just kept happening i'm like oh my gosh enough already but then it got to a point where i'm like oh wait, hang on a second hang on a second oh this is what you're trying to tell me this is what you i oh, get it i get it so you're actually doing it to me you're not actually hurting <laughs> me you're just trying to tell me something it's a message and yeah. i think um hitting depression that was my message that was like you know what? You are not getting it. I have kept telling you, I'm trying to get through to you, but you are not listening. And then I had to get that real hard darkness when there's nothing, the nothingness, being like, actually, there's something in the nothing. that, And you you create out of the nothingness. Yeah. Because it's mm. that's all we've got. When we're learning things, we get, we've never learned it before. So how are we going to do it? We just do what we've got, whatever we've got, which is the nothingness. Okay, I've got nothing to get me mm. to this point, to this outcome. I'll just, you know what, but I want to get there. So it's that courage of being like, yep, I'm ready. Yeah. And I feel like I'm ready. And it's that decision mm. just happens. It's like a... It's because it, you Doesn't it? And it's like um, problem solving um, constantly, like you know, working within the matrix, you know, adjoining dots yeah. and being able to go, um, all right, I can problem solve this, um, you know, and continually problem solving. I think that's what mm. life's about and that's what I try and ground my kids in. Yeah. You know, when something comes up and I see that they can't work it out, I kind of work with them to problem solve it and, and give them kind of a... a you know, this is a skill for life. You're always going to have to problem solve yeah. every situation. You're yeah. in. So whether it's getting to work, okay, what do you think will work for you? Problem solving at its best. And I think that our world today, we kind of don't want to do that journey of problem solving. We want it solved. Yeah. Mm. And that's where the issues sometimes lie. It's hard to do problem solving. And it's the process. That's the process it, it again, is. isn't it? And that's the process again. Mm. And I'm like, no, you need to problem solve. You need to figure out in your head if I need to do, you know, like build a vegetable garden, what's it going to take? The planning stage, the action stage and the execution. And that's where I believe that in life, if you can be a really good problem solver, you will, you will move through life pretty quick mm. to get to that happy pad. You mm. know what I mean? To be able to go, no, if anything comes up, I'm not going to let my, over, my emotions overwhelm me. 
I'm going to sit with this. I'm going to try and figure it out rather than keep spinning in my emotion going, no, I'm feeling like, no, I can't do this. No, you can. You can. Just take a deep breath. Just stop. (laughs) Breathe. Take a deep breath. Get in a good mindset. Go and do a ritual. Go and do something Mm. that works for you, whether it's like for me, I I believe as well, music is a really good way to get you back in state, getting back into your strong state, something that really hits you in your soul and kind of shakes off the outside world to bring you to that to the focus of you and your truth Mm. you know and then you're able to you know work through different things and problem solve them and being able to execute yourself your authentic self yeah clearing the fog Mm. completely i yeah totally agree that's like what i was saying the the classical what i found listening to that was (laughs) it just takes you on a journey and and it just inspires you to come back to whatever the message is that maybe you're trying to create and to send it just gives it gives me the courage mm-hmm. to go forth with whatever I'm trying to convey, mm-hmm. and I, I really I definitely agree. I, I love I love that message and that idea totally. And I and I think because mm-hmm. I've been listening to a lot of um, like business investors, um, like economics people, like a lot of those podcasts I've been listening to because I'm trying to get into into that area and expand my knowledge. And it's the mindset that these guys mm-hmm. approach their their money with and like the philosophies that they employ with their money but also for life in general they're inspirational to listen to they're experts obviously in the in the in their financial fields but it's actually just their philosophies that they use that you can uh apply to life at large you know like you were saying it is a mindset and it's there are problems to be solved and you need to get creative with the problems in your life and figure out how you can how you can solve them, and that's what you know. The the one of the blokes mm. I listened to, his whole th- he changed my whole outlook when it came to money. You know, it, it opened up my eyes to this how you can apply your creativity to your financial situation. And if you want to, if you need more money, if you establish a problem in your life is finances, what creative solution can you come up with to increase? the income that you've got coming in, you know, it's that whole being empowered and being aware of those possibilities when it comes to uh, the problems in your life and how you can go about solving them. I love that message. No, mat- Absolutely. no matter who's saying yeah. it and in what and field. Over- yeah, yeah, you're right. And I think it's that whole money thing. I think to myself, do we just overthink it or is it a game? Is it a game? Because I believe that if you kind of break everything down, if we look at it like to make money, you need to do certain things. Mm. If you know that sum or that addition or that however else, I think to myself, all it is, it's about working towards the goal that you want. You know, if it's X amount of dollars you want, what do you want to do with yeah, it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And why do you want to do it? And it is about, it's what gravitates to you. Yeah. So for me, I've got so many money books. I've got this and that. And I'm like, why doesn't it gravitate to me? And I'm like, I don't have the greatest relationship with money. I, I, I kind of think that I'm always not deserving of money. Um, and I'm trying to shift that. Mm. I'm trying to get down really deep with that and go, how come I feel like that? I feel like I have to give more. Yeah than what I receive and I do I want to give as a millionaire and I try to I really do and I think I want to do that more but I want to be able to always have abundance because I think with with whatever I I receive I will always give back tenfold Mm. and that's my mentality of going to work and you'll also receive that back tenfold too and what you pay me Mm. yeah absolutely and I think I do in the few jobs that I've and where I'm currently working I feel that I do get that back 
you know, but it may not be monetary. Yep. It may not be, yeah. but it's actually just your fulfillment yeah. in a what day. You go, you? wow, that, that, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And if it's money, yeah. Of course, it is. There is a little bit of a, um, it's just a sum, yeah. And I try and look at it as a game because yep. I think if we can break things down sometimes, I think we can overthink things. Yep. But if we actually break it down and go, we want more money, well, what is it? Work harder, uh, you know, invest smarter equals yeah. Yeah. more yeah, money. Yeah, formula. You know? Mm. Um, I think, yeah. Absolutely. It's like you... You need it if if you identify that money is a weakness, then and you want to do something about that, then yeah, go go look, get creative, and look at the listen to the experts in that field, read books, and learn as much information as you can, so mm. you know the possibilities that are there. I think finance is probably such a strong one for so many people because it's skin in the game. It's money is what you need to get by in this world. Unfortunately, it is a material thing. It isn't real necessarily. But you need money in order to have opportunities and to be able to afford yourself the basic essentials in life. So I think maybe that's why money has such a, there's such a stigma around it because like with anything in life, if Mm. you want to get somewhere, you kind of do have to take a risk because you have to change something in order to Mm. have a changed situation. If you want to change your financial situation, you have to take a risk. And that's a terrifying thing to do because if that risk doesn't pay pay off, literally, then you can lose a lot of that opportunity and a lot of that stability and security when it comes to being able to afford the basic essentials. And so I think that's why people get mm. so bogged down in their financial situation because taking those risks are terrifying. <laughs> it is a really scary thing to do mm. because you don't know what's going to happen. And you- It is, but you know what I did? Yeah, absolutely. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm not going to risk, okay, you can take really big business risks. I'm just going to take a risk of $1,000. Mm. And that's where I went, yeah. I'm going to buy some shares, man. Yeah. I'm going to step into it. I'm going to start small. Have you checked your crypto wallet? That is the process. We're back to the process. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you think to yourself, it is the process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is the process. It is actually just investing a little bit, yeah. just planting that seed. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm actually a little bit more interested in to how it grows. Yeah. And then I've started to um, look into a few other things. And I thought, no, no I'm actually going to love the relationship with money. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to honor it. Yeah. I'm going to look at it and I'm going to be deserving of it. Yeah. And I deserve abundance because I will give abundance. Yes, yeah. And but I kind of feel like I have to prove myself to that, you know, in order to oh, why? to live it well and authentically. Uh, I I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Um, I feel like um, you get what you deserve in life, mm-hmm. not always what you want. Yeah. So I'm thinking, if I want it for a reason, are the reasons strong enough mm. to why? I deserve it. Sure. You know what I mean? Right. Have I worked hard enough for it? Yeah. Um, See, so you, you need to like sur- surrender to thing. miracles, really. So this is where you're going to offer me another thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. funny, funny you mentioned though, like uh, it's an intention thing and we've spoken about now like intention and the importance of having intention for in, previous, in different contexts. But mm-hmm. money is the exact same thing. I've yep. found... If we have money sitting in a savings account or if we're just accumulating money in some pocket somewhere, if that money doesn't have an intention for its use, we will lose it. 
Yeah. Give it, however, whatever period yep. of time, it will be gone. I had money, I had a couple of grand saved up. This was a couple of years ago now. Mm. And I had no intention for it. There was nothing that that money was being accumulated for or nothing that I was thinking about what I was going to do with it. Before I knew it, that money started le- leaking from my account. Whether it was bills, bills that I hadn't accounted for or it accidents. was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> car accident. Yeah, car accident. You know, <laughs> like... It, it, that I lost that money over time because it had no outlet. There was no reason for that money existing there. Yeah. And so I really learned from that. Yeah. If you want to accumulate money and if you want to generate more money for yourself, you need to have an intention for it. Like you have an intention for anything. If you're doing something and there's no overall purpose for that action or that thought process or whatever, then it's going to kind of amount to naught in the end. Because you're not authentically in it. Mm. And I, I apply that same philosophy to money. If I want to generate money, what's that money going to bring to me? How can I use that money uh, in order to yeah, achieve I, a desired outcome? What do I want to do with it? Because yeah. if I don't know what I want to do with it, it's not going to come to me. Why would it come to me? I'll be, mm. I'd be, it'd be wasted on me. And, and absolutely. And I was thinking the same. Like There are some of my clients that I go on visit and I think, if only I could just, I mean, and I would do it. And I wouldn't even let them know that I actually dropped it off. But if I wanted to gift them something like a hamper or a car or something like that, I would love to be From able to. From a hamper to, to a car. I, I, and I always thought about it. <laughs> hamper, but anything car. that someone needed in the day. Are, are, we, get, are we getting <laughs> a car now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Or, or a hamper. Do you know what I mean? I'd love to give. Yeah, but I'd love to give yeah. and give to people. and But then I kind of get this little message of, as much as you want to help someone so much, it may hinder their growth. Yes. It may kind of make them stay in that victim yep. victim state and, yeah. because they think that they're always going to be fixed, yes. that something's always going to help them. And I keep thinking that kind of springs to mind every time I want to do something. Like I think, oh, my God, imagine if that client had a beautiful chair and I could create a garden for them and I, I would love to do it at night when they didn't know and then they just woke up to this beautiful magical you know gift that they received and then um, it kind of just I, I i think what it is a little bit is i can see just such the, the love that i want to give to them but at the end of the day i need to walk with them to be able to create that because it's the process mm-hmm. if i give them the end result straight yep. away they're not going to be able to work through yeah. all the flaws. Because no. they're going like to be waking up every morning expecting uh, a new, brand the new garden. The penthouse. When it's not. Yeah, you're waking up to a penthouse and they're like, well, I was just and, on the ground floor. And you're not floor. at the penthouse. Yeah. yeah. yeah they don't benefit from the <laughs> yeah, process. Yeah, hang on, I was in bargain basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's totally true. We've talked about that too. Yeah, and I know, I because like, you said that one of the biggest catalysts for her going into um, trying to help people with their mental health and wanting to be of service to people in that way, similar to yourself, the biggest catalyst for that was her going through her depression because if she hadn't have gone through that, then wouldn't she wouldn't have, have learned anything from it. And then she, one of the things she said coming out of that was, oh my God, I don't want anyone else to experience what I just had to experience. So I'm going to go into this field now so that I can be very compassionate and empathetic with people and, and help make them sure work no one it. ever has depression but i said to her and i said to her i'm like if you take <laughs> that that experience experiencing depression for you taught you so much and it actually empowered you even more now if you can't what if you took that experience away from somebody else mm, they would never have known you know and maybe someone else needs to go through depression and that is and 
Absolutely. And that's what you just said to me a couple of weeks ago. She, we were talking about uh, someone and she said, you cannot, that is yours. You need to take that on. This is yours to deal with because this is your life experience mm. that you're going to grow from. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And it kind of sat with me for a couple of weeks and I kind of then started looking at my clients a little bit differently because I thought, no, if I do fix everything for yeah. them, they are not going to learn. Yeah, yeah? yeah. If you continue to fix things for people, if you continue to buy things for people, they're not going to learn how to work for it. Yes. And I yeah. think to myself, and working comes, you know, you, you have to want to work. You have to want to improve your life. But And there is, it's okay if you don't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But if you do, I will be able to skill you up in order to do yeah. that. And I think that's you know? like, you don't take the, yeah. you don't take the outcome from somebody. It's like, you have to, yeah. It's it's you. You don't fix their problem. I feel like because that robs them of their mm. own autonomy and their own ability to solve that problem. So you you have to try and facilitate the experience, or you have to facilitate their process so that they can get there themselves. Mm-hmm. And that, I, I know we've, we've so that our that. ego doesn't get filled either. Yeah, exactly. Our yes. ego yeah. goes, "Wow, I helped someone else today," and maybe it is the battle of the ego yeah. going. You know what? I want to help this. Do you know what I did to yeah. and. I don't do it for that. I do it, I see it as just being generous, you know, the gift of generosity. But I think to myself, but then if I fix everything for them, they are not going to grow. You haven't given them any power. It's the battle of the ego yet again. That's right. definitely is. And then you can even go from that into, is there any such thing as a selfless good deed? (laughs) <laughs> you do things because you want to be generous. Yeah, but... It makes you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> so they're always The yeah. ego permeates everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Oh. And that's why I want to be that invisible, that, um, you know, that invisible giver. Oh. You know, I'd love to just drop some, something but, off but, at people's doors. But like, who's I want to be doing? able so to So what do they that, need to know? accomplish for you to do that? So what, if you see someone growing... Then I feel like that's when yep. you that's when you reward them, but when they're still mm. in that space and they're not sure, helping them with a reward isn't really going to do much to mm. them. So it's like if I am in my depression, yeah, absolutely. Or if I am in a in I'm, I'm blocked and I've got uh, whatever whatever's going on in my life, and I get a hamper at the door, I'm like, oh oh a hamper it distracts me from what I have to do but instead I'm just I've been rewarded for kind of having the depression or having whatever I'm going through does that make sense yeah so you don't so you don't want a hamper I know (laughs) of course I want a hamper but wait until I I was gonna drop one off today (laughs) (laughs) no but until I have in your eyes grown or accomplished something then Mm. reward me because then I will know, I'm like, oh, okay, if I keep doing that, then I will be, if that's the kind of giver you want to be, maybe approach it that way. So mm. until they've actually made, even if it's just one change in their lives and they've upped, they've changed, like, maybe they've maybe they've created a morning ritual, being like, I'm so proud of you for creating mm. a r- morning ritual, keep going. Or, because if you're just like, oh, you know, yeah. you can do it, instead mm. of, when they haven't done it, it's like, oh, thanks, I know I can do it, but they still haven't done it and they can't do it because they're not ready or they, do you mm. know what that, does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think maybe it's the gift of um, that love and, uh, and, and trust and faith and confidence to keep them going. Mm. Maybe that's the gift yeah. that I should be giving right. rather than seeing like, you're saying that a material... Yeah, because materialistically, giving them something, you know, is it 
is it going to really change their life? Do you know what I mean? It may for that split second, yep. you know, like buying a new car. Yeah, you get excited for three seconds and then another car comes along that you want anyway. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, is it, yeah, is it maybe maybe I need to look at my gifts differently. Mm. Maybe I need to look at, you know, just being able to, you know, build them up in a different way yeah. and just a pat on the back or, you know, a high five or whatever else. Or, yeah, a, maybe I need or to a motivational video every morning. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I do a motivational message, message. which I do yeah. and I do give. But that's it, but that's know, how you're um, giving. And that's yeah. a lot of your a lot and of your maybe that's enough. It. it might it well be. be. It's, it's facilitating yeah, so it's facilitating that growth journey as opposed to giving them the outcome already, you know. I I think there's nothing less empowering yeah. than getting something for nothing. Yeah. Because you've had to put no work in for it. Yeah. And it, uh, to me, I it's nice when you receive something for nothing, but when I haven't had to actually go through a process in order to get that, I don't find it very empowering at all because it was beyond my control whether I got that gift or not. It was yeah. given to me. And so I don't like any, I don't like the idea of having something for free necessarily. You know, it, obviously it's it's circumstantial. There's some situations where it doesn't really matter. But for the most part, I don't want to have things just given to me because there's a process that I need to go through and I need to develop through in order to get that outcome. And that to me is, that's the empowering part. That's the part where you grow and you learn. And it's so fulfilling being able to look back on that process and go, this is the hard work that I did and I achieved this outcome. And I think that if you just are given that, given whatever it is without having to do that, you miss that entire process of having to work and grow in order to obtain it. It's the same same concept. Yeah, and it is, it's about the... It is. It's about the process. It's about the levels yes. on which level you sit up on a building. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's like absolutely. And and it is. It's finding that the power in your weaknesses. Yeah. You know. And yeah, whether you get something if you haven't worked for it. And I look at you two. You know, I really look at where you guys, how you've grown together. You know, you were both living. You know, in Buller. And you actually just surrendered to how you were feeling and where you were yeah, at at that point. You had to. If you didn't go through that, you wouldn't be sitting where you are today. Mm -hmm. And I look at that and I think, wow, you've created such a beautiful life together. You know, you wouldn't have if you would have had it all. If someone said to you, oh, you know, here's a house, here are the keys, go yep, for yep. it. You never would have learned about spirituality, no. Um, your intuition, like you, you would have missed all of that along the way, yeah. and it's just so powerful. And I, I thank you guys an ex as an example because I think you guys never gave up on each other. Oh, either. we couldn't. It was one of those. It, never that, gave up on who you were. It, it, never, it was never an option to give up. I, I don't think it ever occurred mm. to me. I think someone said, oh, I would just bail out. I can't remember who I was talking to to this day. Yeah. And someone said, oh, it would, it's just way too hard for me. I would have bailed out. All that's just nonsense. I was like, that didn't even, that was not an option for me. I was like, we found each other mm. and we moved through that process yep. the way we needed to. We knew that this was going to be the the hardest thing, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't. I, I grew so much and it was it was hard so it was hard physically like materialistically yeah. kind of thing you know your, your human situation you know what I'm saying it's like yeah. everything's happening to you but when you when I, that was when I was really going through my spiritual growth phase like before before that all that stuff happened 
I was I was looking into it. I was sort of getting, you know, reading some books and getting interested in that area, but it was having the actual experience of what we had to go through that activated those lessons and then enabled us to also, it was good that we had the proximity because we, we lived in this under the same roof. We were able to work with each other mm. as opposed to having that separation, living in different houses and trying to problem establish solve. continuity. But we also, we learned how to problem solve. Yeah. We, that was probably the one thing that I've never really known how to do. And when we worked together at it, I know, I realized what it took to actually solve a problem. Yeah. And, you know, because we are gifted, we've got two very different ways of looking at the world. We've had two different very experiences and two very different experiences. And I think that we complemented ourselves well, but yeah, by not giving up yeah. and that pro- close proximity and being in each other and being like, we need to do something. And it's like, we just, the next step was, uh, it was just there, but we had just had to kind of like hold hands and just do it because yeah. there was no other way to do it. I feel like the next step's always just there. You just have to go through the process and, and in doing that and living and experiencing that process, it'll you'll identify what that next step is. And I think you were saying at the start, mm. you know, along similar lines, you your path will be illuminated if you walk consciously and if you have courage, if you allow yourself to see what's happening in your favor, then your path will be illuminated and it will it'll be it'll be hard like in, in terms of this human egoic existence, yes. but it'll be so easy when it, when we're talking soulfully and development, you'll step into it and it'll feel right. It'll feel natural. It'll feel good. Because mm. it's what your soul needs, mm. not because not what your human ego might want or desire. It's just what your soul needs. Yeah. And when you align with that, it's... And it's funny. Yeah, it does. And it's funny you say courage, but that's been my word that's been kind of just floating in and out of my head the last two weeks because I think without courage, you won't step into anything, yeah, you yeah. know. Just, get, you know, find your courage and just step into it. Whether you fail or not, it doesn't matter, yeah. you know, but you've just stepped into it. You've had the courage, you know. Courage comes from the heart. Yeah. Courage is purely from the heart. And if you can work from there and be courageous and do things that, you know, others may look at you and go, righto, just be you. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? Well, courage doesn't come without fear. And you need that fear as a driving force. That's right. It's like, okay, well, I can now overcome it. That's you going into the ocean, everyone. That takes courage to just, like, push yourself through that fear and being like, I'm going to be courageous and Mm. and stepping into my fear and understanding it, seeking to, like, what Mm. is it that's that's really scary? Let's have a look at what really scares me. And it's like, actually, it's not that Mm. scary. And this is just something that I've had to do. Yeah, that's right. That ocean's like a metaphor. Absolutely. And it's on yeah, and it's unpacking that. It's unpacking that why do I have that feeling that I can't step into mm. it, you know? And it's, you know, breaking it yeah. all down what's and going, yeah, right, yeah. I feel like that because, yeah, yeah what's stopping me from yeah. that, you know? Yeah. But it is about building up the courage in order to step into that next step, like you were yeah. saying, Logan, you know, it, it, being able to kind of equip yourself with the things that you need in order to step into an action yeah. where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We mentioned that never give up the business. So is that is that it's an official business for you, isn't it? ABN everything. Yeah. So what is it that you what is it yes, that you it do? Is. Let's plug the business now at yes, the end of the episode. It. Tell us. Tell us about yeah. never give up. What you do? What we, you're about? I mean, we can probably already guess that from the rest of the episode. Okay. Well, I. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, I'm a counselor, so that's what I am advertising myself. Yep. As. Um, 
I was actually thinking though the last week I do want to write a bio on myself because I don't believe in you know sitting in a you know in a room face to face uh, always is the right answer to therapy. Yep. I think I love to walk alongside of someone um, and I want them to know that I'm going to walk alongside of them until they build up that tool or that you know, strategy that they need in order to get through what they're going through. Yeah. So for me, I've been a little bit more creative in my therapeutic approach. I have taken on, you know, walking with my clients, going for a run, going out for coffee. That's awesome. Um, mm. Doing some mindfulness stuff. Um, I There are so many things that I want to do. And um, I, I know that I will get there. Um, it's a lot of planning, but I feel that um, there are so many different ways that we can help someone with their mindset. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, what I am trying to do is encourage people to, to you know, change their mindset. Yeah. Um, at the moment, depending on the interview that I, the first initial interview I have with a client that would like some counselling, I kind of get a little bit of background what they're wanting, yeah. what they're wanting, what they want to change. Um, so I had a client that um, couldn't get, used to be a runner and couldn't get there and just kept getting blocked. So we spent a morning, um, we spent about an hour and a half that morning and went for a really good walk. So it was it ended up being about a, you know, three to four K walk. The client in the end sent me a photo a few days later of all the things that we spoke about in that session and what he had put into place and that he had got onto the road. Aww. And I'm like, awesome. I think that's all it is. That's all I'm wanting is to be able to help people get back onto their focus. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And, and, and finding their true selves and not worry about what the outside world is constantly trying to take away from yeah. you. Yeah. Just stick to who you are, stick to your authentic self and never, and give, never up. give up. And I was going to say that exactly. Right. That. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have Do you yeah. have a website or an email? How, if anyone listening to this is interested and really loves your message and wants to get in contact with you, do you have any any place that they might be able to go? Yeah. Yep. Well, you can. Uh, I I'm building my website at the moment. Yep. Um, just not enough time in the day. I wish there was 28 hours, but there's not. I can help you. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've you spent can. a lot of hours uh, on that. No, uh, back to front. Go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my uh, email is nmc.nevergiveup.com.au. Yep. Um, and I'm more than happy to do telephone. Um, I do a lot of telephone. I'm, I'm really flexible in the way that I um, take to my sessions. Yep. Uh, so sometimes I do phone sessions. Um, I can come out and see you. We can go for a walk on the beach. We can dive in the ocean. You name it. I'm there. I had a client the other day saying to me, I think I want to jump out an aeroplane with you. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and this client has, yeah, and I said it as a joke. I just, I just said, oh, you know, because we actually went swimming. And he said, oh, I haven't felt water for eight years. Wow. And I said, really? He said, no. And I said, oh, soon we'll be jumping out of an aeroplane skydiving. And I just said it as a kind of a, you know, joking, playful thing. And he said, well, when can we do it? Yeah, I'm ready. And I'm like, <gasps> do it. Like that was just, and I just went, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm taking my therapy to a whole other level. Oh, that's and I'm cool. like, stepping into size, your fears. So, absolutely. And I'm just wanting people to know that they are capable of everything yeah. and everything they have is with you. 
and it's all within you. Hence the book that I'm going to write mm-hmm. and I'm hoping to get that out. When I, you know, I was kind of chatting to Andrew the other day about, you know, when I'm finding time and you've got to be in the right headspace. Yes, yes, yes you do. Yeah. You know, I've kind of got to quiet my mind, hence why I wasn't um, <laughs> organised yesterday to do the podcast. But I kind of got to be really organised in my life in order for me to show my best version and to be able to, um, yeah, give my best self. So, um, yeah, that's just um, hopefully my book will be written soon. Yeah. And um, so yeah. I, lo- I love the way that you do. My I love the way you do what you do now. I think it's revolutionary when it comes to treating and, and the client practitioner relationship. Yeah, I think it's awesome. You've transformed yeah. it. Yeah, really made Thank it your you. own. Really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. All right, well, I've, I've written down your, yeah. your email. I'll pop that in the the show notes in the description. Is that at gmail.com or is that at nevergiveup.com? At gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Beautiful. Absolutely. It's been such an honor. And I've got a mobile there if anyone wants to contact me. Yeah, yes. I'll pop that in. Oh, this has been awesome. Yeah. So Thank you so much for being part of the episode. I know. This has been one of like like one of the most empowering episodes oh. I've I think we've done yet. <laughs> I love love your oh, energy. Oh, really? So there's the <laughs> the podcast without nudge, nudge. with nudge. Was, I love that shit. It was beautiful. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll We're name trying it. to get politically incorrect. Correct. Yeah. We're trying to get politically correct. These days, and I'm like, wow, the podcast without nudge with nudge. <laughs> yeah, yep, love it. That works. It does, does work. work. Why not? We make love it. Why work. not? <laughs> Thank you, Keep sister. It it's been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Nudge. It's a pleasure. Mm-hmm. You guys are such beautiful souls. I love hanging out with you, and I just I could chat like this all day. Oh, so we could keep going, but it. there's only X amount of hours in the day. So <laughs> we'll definitely you'll definitely have yeah. to come back on at some point in the future. <laughs> yes. At multiple points in the future because there's plenty of time there's yeah, plenty yeah. of things we can Absolutely. talk about. Talk about. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely. Love you guys uh, to bits. I love your work love and I'm always here if you need another podcast. Oh absolutely. We, we will let know you know. That. <laughs> <laughs> all the best Nudge. Love you so yeah. much, sister. Thanks. Mwah. Thanks for sharing your time with us. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have any thoughts regarding the conversation today or just want to get in touch and share your experience, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram at Logan and Yuja or send us an email at loganandyuja at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and until next time with infinite love.